You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first class luxury meets world class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring, well, The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Two Teas in a Pod with Teddy Mellencamp and Tamara Judge. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Two Teas. Myself, Teddy Mellencamp and Tamara Judge. We have a... I mean, uh, this is clearly an OG to the OC that we haven't seen in a very long time. So I'm so excited to introduce Joe De La Rosa. She's a television personality best known as being the original housewife in the Real Housewives of Orange County. She released an album in 2007 called Unscripted. Joe was also part of the first spinoff of the Real Housewives franchise, Date My Ex. Joe and Slade that aired in 2008. I don't even know about this. Yeah, I don't and think it lasted long. She recently started her own creative agency called House of Grey and was married a year ago to Taryn Gray. Um, so there's you can go and see her People magazine article about her wedding or her engagement and get caught up. Holy blast from the past. <laughs> oh my God, you look amazing. How's it going? It is going so well. Thank you so much for coming on our podcast. We're so excited to have you. You and I have been chatting on, on DM. Oh my God, the outfits, the hair, the everything. My question to you is, do you still own a sky top? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I got rid of those ages ago. So tell... <laughs> so do you live in L.A. now? Yeah, I've been living in L.A. Uh, since I left the show, actually. Really? Literally. And did it's... you leave or did you get the boot? Or did you uh, break up with Slade? Broke up with Slade and then moved to L.A. My heart was always city. Like, I've just, I've always gravitated to the city, you know, the lights of Hollywood and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and was yeah, it, I... was it hard for you to leave from the show? Or was uh, it, you were so young? No, no, I don't think so. In the sense that, like, because it was a breakup and I was just ready to like start my life over. I was also already going to LA every weekend with like girlfriends. And like, I was just in such a different place in my life where uh, you were going to LA when you were dating Slade. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what I mean. How like, into Slade were you? Honestly, like honest. back then, 
love of my life then. What? In my 20s. He really was. I had just graduated, you know, college. He threw my college graduation party. Hold on. How did you meet? I'm so taken aback by this because I'm watching things where you're going out and having fun. And I'm like, clearly, you're 24 years old. Yeah. How old was he? Home wearing, dressing up in costume for him. I'm like, (laughs) I need information. I'm so sorry you had to see that, Teddy. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry I had to see that. Um, So, uh, uh, I, I, yeah, no excuses, just young and dumb. <laughs> but and how'd like, you meet him? Oh, um, I worked at a mortgage company. That was my first job out of high school. I was a little assistant. Um, he was one of the title reps that would come in every week. And I, like, my boss was like, hey, you need to, like, take her out and, like, teach her the business. And uh-huh. he taught I, you the business, all right. He taught me the business. Um, <laughs> but, like, when I met him, he was, like, all the dad vibes. Like, Dockers like khaki shorts, like, you know what I'm saying? So when you had a Hummer back then, like you were hot. So the fact also the Hummer, Hummer. why with the Chrome, like, why was that the thing? Uh, Why was the um, Calvin Klein (laughs) underwear with the ice mask on his face or whatever he had? He was so special back then. Yeah. I mean, you dodged that bullet. (laughs) Okay. So you were 24 years old. Yeah. How did this all come about? Because it originally was called Behind the Gates, right? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Um, I know there was a lot of stuff circulating before, like, I ever joined. Um, and I I had I had this little, like, I think it was, like, a studio that I was living in in Cota de Casa. So a lot of people don't know that. Like, I was already living there. And, oh. um, yeah. So you didn't live with Slade? Not right away. Okay. No. So I'd gotten like my own place for a minute, but like it was just a little studio again, right out of college, like yeah, barely yeah. trying to find my way. Um. So yeah, it just kind of it was wild. And then um, there was just I think being so young and being thrown into this life. First of all, I did not come from money, so like everything that like I've done in my life, I just like was on me. So to get thrown into number one, a world of like wealth. Number two, being so much younger and everybody being so much older, yeah. I was super intimidated going in because like, why wouldn't I be with like, you know, For sure. and all the personalities as well. And you didn't um, know anybody, right? When you I didn't know anyone. Past? Literally, I remember first scene, like first day shooting, they brought me to this bar in the middle of Kodo and they were like, okay, Joe, we're going to, you're going to meet all the girls for the first time on the patio. And I think it was like Kimberly... And a bunch of other, like, you know. I remember that scene. Yes. And and you're li- saying you want to make friends. Yes. And- <laughs> and do, you, and like- do you talk to any of the girls to this day? Yeah. Uh, actually, still talk to Gina, Alexis. They actually came to my wedding when I just got married a year okay. ago. I was going to talk to you about that. So your one-year anniversary is coming up on the 28th. It is. Congratulations. Thank now you, you are a cougar. <laughs> Because you are five years older than your husband. I am five years older than my husband. Really? Yeah. That's yeah. So amazing. way to go. Way yeah. to go, girl. Pound it way out. To go. Um, I think I'm actually seven. He's 35, 36. Yeah. Oh, you're seven I'm, years older. Yeah. Hold on. Speaking of age, how old is Slade? Um, he was 15 years older than me when okay. I met him. And I, so when I met him, I was, thir- he was 35. Let's do the math. So doing the math backwards, yeah. So wait, so you're 40, 40? I'm about I'm about to be 43 in September. I'm 42 right now. And he's 15 years older than you. Yeah. 
Okay, so 42 That makes him 15. 58 years old. So your IMDb, IMDb is a lie. He put his that, he says slave. he's 48. He says he's 48 years old to this day. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> he's just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> just I kidding. Like, what? Listen, I joke with everybody I'm forever 27 because LA just keeps you like young because right? it's la la land and like nobody ever grows up here, at least on our side in West Hollywood and Hollywood. Uh, but he's absolutely not 48. No, I obviously just kidding. Slide. He's 10 years older than that. <laughs> okay. How long were you guys dating before you were cast? And when I met, I met him and Gretchen at like a race car event years ago, back when I was still on the show. And I remember him telling me something along the lines, like the show was his idea. Is his that his idea? Like he started it. It was his idea to go on and like do the whole thing. <laughs> Because he, um, a lot of people or may, may or may not know, he was, he had an agent in LA when I met him. He was already, because of his like um, cycling stuff, he would get, he would book like professional cycling stuff, you know. Um, Can you clarify something for us? Yeah. Because he has said that he raced in the Tour de France. I'm calling bullshit on that. I'm saying that he was like a helper, a water boy, something like that. Eddie actually is a cyclist as well. Didn't ever race in the Tour de France, but he took Slade out one time riding in Napa when we were filming uh -huh. and he could barely keep up. In fact, he was on the side of the road in cramps and Eddie was like rubbing his cramps out because <laughs> he was so bad. Is that just an exaggeration? Because I feel like he likes to exaggerate to make him, you know, um, so all I remember is it was him and the big cycling guy. I'm sorry. If I, Lance, I'm Armstrong. Lance Armstrong. Lance Armstrong. So yeah. I know, yes, the two of them were like, Lance was a national champion at the time yeah. of his like state. And then I believe, I remember Slade telling me he was his and his state. So telling, telling you, or did you see it with your own eyes? He told me, yeah. he told okay. me when we met, like, cause I would ask him, I'm like, why do you put on these like super neon outfits and like sit on a bike? And like, like, I just, I wanted to like understand. I mean, the cycling outfits are horrendous. Eddie has a ton of them. I mean, they're all neon, which is great. Cause people does Eddie cars. cycle? He does. He That's does. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But then how long did you guys date before you were cast? Um, I, Ooh, such a long time ago. I want to say maybe a, like at least almost a year, if not a little bit under, we were together for like a while, actually, because we were already engaged when we were on the show and we got engaged almost at a year. So at least a year we were dating before. So we had like a fully normal life um, of just, you know, living in Kodo with the kids. I had moved in at the time. And, and then, then what was the, the casting thing. process then? Because like for us, it, for me, it was very different than even for Tamara. Like, how did it work for you? Yeah. Um, so they were looking for the fifth couple to cast. Uh, and again, I wasn't there when we got cast. This was all Slade. And well, wasn't all... he friends with Scott Dunlap? Yeah. So we lived literally down the street from Scott. And I guess there was a charity event that Slade went to and that's kind of where the whole thing went down so what I remember and then what how it actually happened was two different things I later found out I thought that Slade had gone to this event with Scott this you know Kodo party that he had thrown and they had asked us to be on the show is what I originally thought it was come to find out later Slade had bought a ticket it was like a charity auction to be on the show and 
So I remember bought, hearing that. So he yep. bought his way on the show. But I, I don't remember that again, ages ago. Um, so I guess, yeah, that's apparently how it ended up happening, but I was never there. And then Slade came home one day and was like, Hey, so we're going to do this thing. And I, you know, back then. So reality, they never even met you and did auditions with you no. or any kind, no camera work, nothing, nothing. It was literally the, I guess maybe the allure of like young girl moving to Kodo with yeah. this older guy who has you- money. Do you remember who the production company was back then? It was, it says Evolution. evolution. Yeah, it was. Evolution. So it's been yeah. Evolution from the very beginning. Yeah. So oh, yeah. you were the very first to leave the show and then do a spinoff. God bless that spinoff. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I need to watch it. I didn't even, until I was reading your intro, I was like, what is this? <laughs> well, it was what, Dating My Ex. Is that Dating what it was ex. called? It was like The Bachelorette meets a reality show, except there was no like, but don't like, you feel like it would really make it today? I feel like it was a, a show before, before it's, time. it's time. What yeah. network was this on? And uh, it was on Bravo. Yep. What? It, yeah. So I was the first to get a spinoff. And yep. then um, I had just gotten, um, and I know there's going to be all, back then it was like, you know, getting a record deal was like a funny thing, you know, now looking back at it, but I was also the first I was never a singer. I was a dancer and I just mm-hmm. had music and singing in my life. And they were like, you know, dancer first, singer second, and more like karaoke singer. But, you know, the uh, producers were like, hey, we want to give you this music opportunity. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. Who doesn't want to ever do an album and put themselves on like a music video, like as a little girl dancing in the mirror with like a hairbrush? For sure. For Unscripted. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Did I hear that Gretchen bought your the rights to your music or something like oh, that yeah. years ago? She sure did. What do why? you mean? Explain um, that to us. And okay. why did she do that? Yeah. So um, again, this is just what I hear. You're right. Um, so my music producer at the time, Brian Todd, was the uh, music producer for Ashley Tisdale, for me, for like a bunch of like young, like, uh, you know, Hollywood, LA, like girls that were like trying to come up and make it type thing. I was mm-hmm. the reality version. At some point, there was a financial situation and he started to sell his catalog, catalogs out. And really? for whatever reason, uh, she decided to buy it. For how so, much? Why, though? Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not sure. That, that's all. That's all I know. But what was yeah. the point? Was it just for something to put on the show? I, mean, I don't know. I think it was wild. Um, I think it was wild. wild. She ended up coming out with a single after that too. I saw oh, as well. So I don't know if like that was the way she would like. D- I don't know. I don't know. What? Let, let me go after my new boyfriend's girlfriend's music. Like really? Now, when when Gretchen and Slay started dating, um, at, where what was your mind at at that point? Where you're like, what the? F-? Ooh, it, was it was already because he dated Lori after you, right? Yeah. So you had a single. Um, I had a single. It ended up on radio, which was amazing. Music video ended up on network, on TV. And then um, right when I and I also got a publishing deal because one thing I was was a songwriter. That's actually what I actually for reals like did where I felt the most confident. And um, I got a publishing deal through Sony. And then one of the songs I ended up writing ended up actually on the hills on MTV, which was kind of cool. Oh, I think I remember that. Yep. Um, It was called A Little Inspiration. Um, and yeah. They, were you ever on the Hills? Um, I, so Lauren, I feel Conrad, like you were. Audrina, yeah, that whole crew. Um, my, the scenes I was ever in, like never air. Cause you know, they shoot everything I never did, but yeah. yeah. So like that whole group of like OC girls, it was same age, same time. We all kind of came up together and Lauren Conrad, um, and I had a friend in common, uh, Leslie Bruce, who worked at Us Weekly, went to UC Irvine. She introduced us. And so the both of us being in LA, being the girls on reality from OC, just kind of like grew up and kind of grew up together. Lauren kept going and has blown up since then. And yeah. I kind of took a break from reality um, after, you know, just. Did you do any other reality shows after your spinoff? Uh, no, no, no. Would I you ever? Uh, yeah, definitely. I okay, think so like, you the will be coming to be you will I be think... coming to my parties next season. Oh, I mean, yes, I would okay, totally. Perfect. Because Andy said you're the one that got away too early. 
Really? Yeah. Yes. Oh my God, Andy. I know. Me blush. That's so sweet. I yes, know. So I we need to, to have your parties. <laughs> maybe some double dates with the husbands or parties or something next season. I, I I'll see it coming. That. I would I'll love see it coming. that. <laughs> so I have a question. One of your main storylines was making friends in Kodo. Did you find any genuine connections with any of the women on the show? I did. Um, I will say number one, Gina. Gina has been like a second mom to be. I always, I always called her Mama Gina. Um, and that's kind of what she's been in my life if I ever needed advice or anything like that. Kimberly, even though she left the show super early after season one. Where did she go? You know what? None of us know that. Like okay. I, I heard she moved out of state and just. That's what I heard. Yeah. Um, but but she was more of like, beca- <laughs> she was like, if there was a housewife training of how to be a housewife, because I had no idea, like, you know what I mean? Just that yeah. world. She was my, like, Yoda, if you will. Yeah. She's <laughs> yeah. like a caricature of what a housewife is supposed to be. Completely. Yeah. Like, I, I ran into her at the montage. Wait, what? She's back? Gina? Yeah, she's in Orange County. Oh, no, I was talking about uh, Kimberly. Oh, Kimberly. No, no, I'm talking yeah. about Gina. Yes, Gina. it does. So, so I ran into her and she was um, just like Gina. Like I had didn't skip a beat. I love Gina. Gina remains the same. So down to earth. So like just Gina. Like, yes. and that's why like I love her. Like nothing has ever changed her. And like, she's just, she's my heart. I love her so much. Has yeah. anything changed the Canary Diamond ring that you got? And where is it? <laughs> it's in the, the canary- trash. It was fake, right? The ca- yes, it was. What? <laughs> the Canary Diamond ring still sits somewhere in a little Chanel box inside three more boxes at my mom's house because I can't even bother to dig that thing up but like yes so how did you find out it was fake are we am I gonna find this out later on in the season so no so Slade told me Slade told me it needs to be in the clubhouse it needs to be on Andy's clubhouse on the shelf (laughs) wait should I bring it yes 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 you should we can actually take it to a jeweler and actually see how much that poor little thing is worth. $25. 20, if that. Right? <laughs> yeah. I am blown away. Yeah. Okay. So he was honest with me. He did tell me that, you know, the setting was real, but the center stone, he wanted to change it one day. This Do you is think ha- Gretchen's is fake too? Um, I don't know. Probably not. At what point did he tell you that it was fake? Um, after he proposed. But again, this is pre-housewives, so no cameras, no nothing. And how I, do you feel when someone goes, I'm proposing to you, but this is a fake ring? Here's the thing. I know I'm a sap. I'm the biggest romantic that there is. So at the time, back then, also 23, 24, no experience. Yeah. I was in it for love. Like, I genuinely loved him so much that he could have given me a band and I wouldn't yeah. have cared. But that, that's my question for both of you guys. Right. Now, knowing knowing what you know, would you rather have a small diamond that's real? Yes. That's yeah. authentic. For sure. Yes. Or a giant fake one? Yeah. I mean, it, 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 me, I'd I'm, rather have I'd a rather band. Real a million small. percent. Like, I don't even need I, Like, of course, every girl loves diamonds. But, like, what, like... I wanted to fall in love for love and not for money. But so, why was it fake? He's bragging that he's making seven figures, that he's got all this money. By why the way, how ring? much is seven figures? A million, a million or more. dollars. A mm-hmm. million plus. Mm-hmm. A million and the, plus and then he worse. said that the ring was over $100,000 that he bought you. 
I don't think a fake ring. 100,000 pesos. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No. Wait, what? He didn't say that. Did yeah. he really? Yes, so, he did. Yeah. yeah. Yes, he on did. the podcast? No, no on, he would oh, never come on here. He do you think I'd have Sam. him on here? We yeah. look at each other. Wait, okay, on so the show. I, do you and him not? No. Okay, I, can't I don't stand just him. So you and know, his girlfriend. I don't know. I feel like I'm so far removed from yeah. the world of housewives being in LA. Like it's it's like a little bubble. I don't know any of the riff, any of the drama, any of the anything. So you sharing all this with me, I'm like for the first time going, wait, what? I didn't know you and him don't get along. But moving slightly away from Slade, what are your thoughts on Vicky and how did she treat you? Um, <laughs> I love Vicky. Vicky, Vicky is always going to be Vicky. And again, like I always just had my experience with her back when we lived in OC. Yeah. And Vicky's always been, been great, even over the years. Like Gina and her are, you know, still close. And yep. Gina will like, again, whenever I can like see her, will bring me to like, I know we like did a dinner once. This is years ago, by the way. And this is like, she'd probably, Vicky had probably been on the show like a lot of seasons by now, six, seven, eight. Um, and we all went to dinner. Still Vicky. Like Vicky, I feel like is always going to stay Vicky as well she's, when you get yeah, her one-on-one. She's very which, consistent. Yeah. Yeah. She very just consistent. stays I'm gonna. I'm is. actually going to see her tonight. Oh, you are? Yeah, Please I am. Please tell her I said hi. I, I actually will. just I... saw a picture of you and her and- um, Shannon. Yes. Yeah. So the three of us are going to meet tonight. But I told her yesterday, I said, oh, I'm having Joe. She's like, oh, my God, she's so sweet. So I love Vicky. Said, she said Please hi. Tell her I said hi. I yeah. will. Like, I'm, I'm ride or die for Vicky. So oh, if anyone has that. a problem, like, I'll kill him. Um, cool. <laughs> well, you might have to kill me then. Yeah, because oh, really? Wait, Vicky, Vicky does not like Teddy. Vicky. Wait, what? Okay, now you give me the tea. Okay, so she has a real problem with me because... She always wanted to do a podcast with Tamara. And I reached out to Tamara when iHeart reached out to me and said, we want to do a Housewives podcast. And I said, fine, but I'm only going to recap and do these things if I can do it with somebody that I want. And they said, who? And I said, Tamara. And I contacted Tamara. And it was like three days and we were done. And then like, yeah. we we kind of exploded. Thank, you know, thanks to like amazing yeah. production team and iHeart and everybody. Yeah. It was great. And our connection. But then Vicky like couldn't take it. Like so, instead of being happy for Tamra, you know Vicky. I do know Vicky. On she that actually front. called our boss and said that they should get rid of Teddy and bring her on. Yes, Vicky. <laughs> that's not nice. And, and then that's, she, but it's so Vicky. And, and then like, she went on Watch What Happens Live and said she didn't know who I was. Like it, she just. Okay. She's bitter boots. Okay. Well, first of all, I think it's amazing that y'all are doing this podcast. And I think that Aww. just opportunities come to people and like, you know, you ride them. And also she has her own podcast. What is she talking about? Doesn't she? She did. And it was about For a hot finance. second. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was, I was like so confused because I thought she was doing hers. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I have a question for you. Would you ever do the ultimate girls trip? Um, I, I have seen a uh, trailer of that. Mm -hmm. Would I do it? Why the hell not? Yeah. I think that, you know, I haven't been in that dynamic for years. I don't know if I would get eaten alive or if like, like, I don't, I don't know. It's like I, riding a bicycle, Joe. You get right back on. I, I actually, wait, have you done it? Camera? I have done, done it. it. You have, have how done. was it? So I was let go after my 12th season Okay. and I was, I did nothing for a year. 
And then I think 2019, 20, maybe 2020, they asked me to do Ultimate Girls Trip. Okay. So I did Ultimate Girls Trip. And from there, I they brought me back on Orange County. So Amazing. I did it. It was weird because I was kind of out of the mix. I'm with new girls that I don't necessarily know that well. Some of yeah. them I've met through Bravo stuff, but didn't really know them. Um, it was it was hard, but it was fun. Yeah. But it was during the pandemic, so we went to Dorinda's house. Now the girls nowadays are going to Turks and Caicos, and where did the uh, uh, where did the new ones go? They where did they go? Bali? Well, ba- not Bali. They went no. to um, Thailand. Thailand. That Thailand. production budget, though. Okay, I know. And, it, <laughs> and it's, it's a, ten days. It's like... a lot of money for ten days. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So I don't okay. think you would get. So you hear that, Andy? She'll do Ultimate Girls Trip. <laughs> Andy. This is a PSA. She will do girls trip. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh. So sure. do you watch any housewives right now? I do not watch any housewives. Um, to be honest with you, I only have the apps, no cable. So I stream everything. Like also shout out to Peacock because that's actually one of the apps that I pay for because the voice ah! and all of my favorite shows are on there. But yeah, unfortunately you get everything one day later. So I'm just yeah. like, so but that's okay. So, yeah. But if so, you get on ultimate girls trip, they give you one free year of um, Peacock. So. Oh, nice. Okay. Get, get it, girl. I'm all for a free streaming. <laughs> Me too. Me too. On a Saturn note, um, watching season one and two, Grayson was on the show. And obviously you've heard that he recently passed away. Yeah. Do you reach out to Michelle or Slade at that point? Yeah. Um, I actually, um, I actually, Ooh, okay. Sorry. Oh no. I know. Oh, um, no. Sorry, I didn't even know where that came from. Um, I actually so did. I reached yeah. out to Slade, yeah. um, just to say, like, I was so sorry, and yeah, I never heard back from him. But yeah, um, wow, really? I don't even know where that came uh, from. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, yeah I, I, I mean, you were there when he was yeah. little, and and yeah. What, do you remember what? Were you with him when he got diagnosed? Um, no, Mm-mm. no. Um, I when I met Slade, I I already knew. Oh. Um, yeah. Oh, you? They already knew at that point. Uh, yes. Yes. When I believe when I, when we, when we had been dating, like he already had the tumor. Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't, I didn't realize that he was diagnosed that young because it wasn't really talked about. Right. Yeah. It was, um, he was two years old when I met him and he was already struggling. And so, um, Slade had kind of opened up and shared the story about how they found out and, oh, and stuff like that. Absolutely yeah. heartbreaking. So heartbreaking. And he continued um, to live yeah. many years later. I it honestly just warms my heart that like he was able to have as many years. Yeah. As yeah, like and, he did. And his poor mom, like she really lived her life to take care of him. Mm-hmm. It's really yeah. heartbreaking. Woo. Okay. I know. Yeah. Well, sorry. 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 No, no, no. You're fine. Up, now uh, uh, now I wish of... I had whiskey in this. <laughs> well, we have champagne. We have today. champagne today. Oh my gosh. That's what I should have done. <laughs> Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... 
We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is, I think, something that's going to help a lot of our listeners, because there's a lot of people, of course, that are in relationships where you are, you know, a bonus parent, you know, and you are. And then all of a sudden, when you break up, how how do you kind of reconcile that? And how do you how 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 has that affected your future relationships? And, you know, now you're married now and you're in a different place. Yeah. But I mean, I always know, like when my when my mom and step my stepmom was my stepmom for 20 years. And then, you know, when they broke up, there was obviously like a huge shift. And there's like that void, but there's also like you're trying to have boundaries. So Mm -hmm. kind of how did you deal with that after the breakup? Yeah, I think it was hard. I, I I think it was actually harder like after I moved to LA because I think it's easier to move on from a relationship when you leave a city, right? Because yeah. it's just like Yeah, you leave everything so, behind. Yeah, you leave everything behind, you get caught up in LA and you know, all the things of LA going out, like all the things you do when you're young in LA and first move to a new city. I think for me it really hit me years later when, you know, Um, I would hear about Gavin or like, you know, 
see somebody would send me something about Grayson, um, you know, a picture mm-hmm. of him, an update of him, anything. And I think it's in those moments it was hard. Um, but I did reach out to Gavin as well, like a few years ago, just to tell him, hi, I heard he got married. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Just as like Sweet. somebody, you know I, know, I know I don't have a right to, but like he was a big part of my life. Everybody for, has a right yeah. to say something nice to somebody. Yeah. yeah. It's not like yeah. you were coming with yeah. malicious intent or anything. Right. Else. Right. And Just then you broke up, you can still yeah, reach you out. Should, you still should. And then what's your, so you're, you're married now. How, how did you meet your new husband? And... Hinge. <laughs> what? <laughs> we met in the middle of COVID on Hinge. I read that. Yes. And okay. li- I mean, literally it was one of these things where like, I had been after the show in digital advertising and that's all I had done. And I, I was kind of like shooting, doing videos, love photography. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to leave this incredible career behind to go pursue being a creator. And that's what I did. And then three months later, the pandemic hit, I was super focused on like the YouTube channel, like building just like all of that. But then it's the pandemic, so we're bored. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like scrolling through and I was like, you know what? I kind of just want to like flirt with cute boys. And so I signed up for Hinge and he had a disclaimer on his like um his uh, profile that said, I don't want to meet anybody because, you know, it's the pandemic. And I was like, perfect. This is going to go nowhere. Let's go. Yeah. But and why are you on Hinge in your in your bio says I don't want to meet anybody? No, he's saying I don't want to meet anyone in person. In right person, now, oh, it was okay. So he's it was COVID. Yep, there was no vaccine. Okay, I got it. And at the time, his roommate um, was uh, had health issues, and then my roommate at the time also had health issues. So it actually worked perfect. And for those of you guys listening, COVID in LA was different than COVID anywhere else yeah. i mean other than new york i mean yeah. it, we were on lockdown like i remember like five months into it i hadn't even seen people and my friends came over and we sat outside with gloves on and we made each other pee in the grass nice. because you couldn't even like it was everyone yeah. brought their own drinks it was it was wild <laughs> like you had to like <laughs> wash down i never washed down my like groceries but like people like it was yeah, they no. would wash down the boxes that came from Amazon. Yeah, and then the fruit, the special fruit spray that I'd never heard of because COVID could have been like it was. LA was another freaking beast. It was a wild, wild time, <laughs> and so it was like easy to see him and know like, oh, perfect. Like he doesn't want to meet. I want to focus on what I'm doing, and that's it. But just over time, talking to him, you know, over Facetime, over Zoom, you know, just doing all the things, intimacy. I ended up falling in love over a screen and y'all, I swear, I always say, I feel like I was in a love is blind episode because I was falling in love with a human that like literally over a screen that I had never met because also we talked for three months before our first date. I said, I love you before we ever met in person. We were boyfriend and girlfriend before we ever had our first date in person three months later, because again, COVID. Every, we were falling, like falling did asleep you over sex? Zoom. Why, yes, we did. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I, just, I was like, all right, let's uh, let's really get to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. had fun sex. Yes, we had fun sex. Yeah. Oh, so, my yeah. God. Screen. And yeah. so how long were you dating before you got married? Uh, we were dating like a year and a half. And then we got engaged. And then... Uh, we ended up getting married like two, two years, two and a half years later. And he's a music composer. Um, yeah, he's a music composer, but actually, um, recently we just started a creative agency. So I worked at TikTok this last um, year 
And then we just decided to kind of like, um, the dream is be a content creator full time, but what needs to pay the bills is we wanted to start a um, creative agency where we help brands like show up on TikTok because obviously we had both kind of come from yeah. that world. He was also working at a creative agency. So although we do have two separate rooms, <laughs> so they're like, how do you start a business with like your partner? But honestly, like it's been good because there's like that separation. So yeah, uh-huh. we started social play recently. So we've been like, just kind of like, you know. How do people all the find out information go. on social play if they wanted to hire you guys for help and whatnot? Oh, yeah. Um, you can go to our website, um, socialplaydigital.com, and um, everything is on there. But yeah, we literally just started it like a month ago, Tony. <laughs> like, literally baby, 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 brand new business. Yeah. So I'm hoping that like, you know, things can take off. And, you know, he has one client. And I just feel like it's exciting when you can like, kind of, hit the reset button and start mm-hmm. over and build something um mm-hmm. with someone build it so. together and something that you guys love and you're good at and yeah you know what after this i have a feeling we're gonna see you on reality television again like i think so I, too I, I have to be honest because i didn't watch at the beginning so i was like <sighs> you know like i was not i was like having one of those things about this interview Aww. you are so engaging you're warm you're easy to talk to you've shown all of the emotions like mm. we talked you have to understand we talked to housewives multiple times a week and half the time everybody's so media trained and very so sheltered. yeah and very like you're getting a certain type and you're just who you are you're just giving just it all I have to give you coups to that because that is... Since you're giving it all, I have a question. Yeah. Thank you. And yes. We're going to take it back. We're going to take it back quite a few years. Did you ever hook up with Shane Keogh? (laughs) The bunny killer? The bunny bunny killer. (laughs) She did. You did. Here's the thing. Was it just a quick little hand job? Was it the oh, floor? No, a hand job. Hold on. <laughs> Is this gonna play out on the scene? Was it a blowy? Honestly, was it? no, no. It was none of that. It was way after. And honestly, I don't. What think do you mean way we... after? You watched his episodes and you're like, "That's a guy." No, 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 no. I mean, like, like a good one. <laughs> like after it was a kiss. It was a kiss. It was oh, just like a kiss. Years after, yeah, it was nothing. Little innocent heart back then, like yeah, it was just literally. A kiss just a kiss and, and it then was... he slipped and then it went in just kidding <laughs> I'm joking. it was just a kiss no. and a tip, <laughs> just a tip. <laughs> this is after the show you've moved to LA I'm Shane. in LA like this is ye- years later as in like I've been off the show for years you know we- we- we've all like kind of moved on and I don't even know how it happened you're friends with Alexis right I am I love Alexis so much and one thing that I don't understand is why people call, like just yesterday I was telling someone like, Oh, you know, just sharing, like, I'm going to go on um, a podcast. Haven't done, you know, something housewives in a second. Yeah. Um, and they were like, with who I'm like, Tamara. And they're like, Oh, that's awesome. Do you talk to anyone anymore? I'm like, yeah, Gina, Alexis. And they're like, Oh, Jesus jugs. Oh. And I'm like, why do people say like, well, because all, I called her Jesus jugs once. It's, was that, you made up that name. I of course maybe she did. yelled at Tamara. her during the reunion. I know, Tamara. Um, yeah, uh, but I, you have to understand when she was with her ex-husband. Yeah, she was a different person. Okay, she was a very different person. I'm like, first of all, I've never even noticed her boobs are big. 
And second of all, the sweetest, nicest human. She's soul. very sweet. Very, very but sweet. But again, I wasn't on the show with her and I we also connected post yeah, yeah, yeah. for yeah. her and I too. I so. would love for her to be back on the show where she is now because she's like in a relationship now, getting so you'd get be married okay with having and all her that on, stuff. Tam? Oh, I don't I don't have a problem with her. I had a problem like I just didn't like her ex husband. Okay. Yeah. I don't. It was allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> no, he just was very. You know, I don't. She was a different person. I think with him. Got it. And she probably is today. Okay. If that makes sense. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, get yeah. it. And yeah. I'm all for for you know people changing and. But I think she's a kind person. I don't think she's got like a mean bone in her body. You don't think Abs- she's malicious? Absolutely no, not. not at all. I haven't gotten to any Alexis not at episode, all. so I have nothing to weigh in here other than what I heard from the past. Um, yeah. But yeah. also, I feel like all of us on the show, like I know, let's be honest, 80% of my interviews, I had probably a cocktail or two in me. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Like, I remember seeing some episodes where I'm like, Joe, are you really slurring? As you're talking to camera, <gasps> my like you smoking a cigarette outside, honestly, oh. heaven. I was like, <laughs> the fact she gives so she, I mean, you could tell it's 2006. Granted, my oh, parents I, would drop me off at school with like cigarettes, and we would all, no one had car seats or yeah. anything. Like it right. was a different time. Yeah. But the fact that you're like, he's like, come home, and you're like, no. <laughs> I know. It's, it's not even late, and he's like, it's 3 a.m., and you're like, I know it literally (laughs) like who was I who was she like I I can't and so I just feel like a lot of us like also I don't do pink boas and zebra hats and maid costumes anymore right I feel like we all right (laughs) we're probably not who we were back when we were the show except for Vicky she stayed exactly the same yeah (laughs) Vicky's never changed except for her face which (laughs) by the way I happen to love I think she looks amazing. She does. But I she have does. to say, she's now never that looked better right now. One, no, yeah. I have to say, now that I watched season one, her original face is a nice face. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have a problem with that face. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. I get it. We all have our own thing. I've had a necklace. Speaking, I'm, I'm speaking of your face, <laughs> does anybody ever mistake you for Meghan Markle? That's super sweet. Um, I have been told that before oh, i can and see ev- it i see it every time someone i'm like y'all are way too kind because like i don't see it i think you're she's funny and thank you by the way i'm watching suits right now because all of my shows are done for the year oh i had no idea she was actually an incredible actress i've like, never seen it yeah she's, it's like if you're really ever bored show. yeah yeah if you're ever bored go oh, back i'm gonna watch it's on it. peacock <laughs> oh i gotta watch it netflix has nothing right now nothing um hold on no i was recently obsessed with something but now i can't remember i've probably already seen it summer house also an amazing recommendation if you need a new show to watch i'm obsessed people are it's all on bravo (laughs) yeah okay so i have a question if you had to pick somebody just this is our closing question has nothing to do with orange county um if you had to pick somebody from vanderpump rules to have sex with who would it be guy yeah either or either. Oh man, I guess uh, James no. <laughs> Kennedy. I can't. I no. think James. Yeah, because honestly, like the Tom, other two are just no. The Tom Sandoval is too much of a wreck. The other Tom is way too passive, and I just feel like James would give it. I feel J- like you know, 
Music. Would, I feel like he'd rhythm. be a good time. You know, I feel like James would be a good time in bed. Yeah, he'd probably be drinking right before it happened. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he would last a long time. <laughs> you know, young, fun, goes yep. to sir. Like, that's my vibe. I don't hate that answer. Yeah. I don't it, hate it either, it, but mine is Tom Schwartz. Really? He is really yeah. sweet. I feel he, he looks like, like my dad. <laughs> he Absolutely make, not. Um, he looks like a dad. Wow. I feel like he would. If make I'm going to fantasize, it's going to be about somebody that doesn't look like my dad. If only he had an, uh, a Hummer and an ill-fitting suit, he'd be Joe's type. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Teddy, please do not. No. <laughs> I feel like Tom would, like, make love to you. And James would, like. Oh, no. I don't want. Yeah. I, no, yeah. the making yeah. love. Ab- absolutely not. That's Aww. not happening. Um <laughs> But we appreciate you so much. Thank you so much for having me. This was super fun. And Teddy, it was really nice meeting you. It was nice meeting you too. Where can people find you? Um, Instagram? You, yeah, you can go on Instagram, Joe DeLaRosa with two A's at the end, or you can go to TikTok, Joe DeLaRosa Gray. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, thank Joe, you. so much. You were yeah, a thanks for having me. Joy to have on. <laughs> thank you. I know. I'm like, she's so likable. Uh, I know. Unlike us. <laughs> <laughs> Claim comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.